What, what up, up guys? guys? Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. So that was our weekly Undiscovered Heat. That was Kaya Baby with her song Move. Shout out Kaya Baby. She's a Queens native. From what I was told, I don't have this Yeah, man. Knowledge. Yeah, I think you should definitely check out her Hot 97 freestyles from two years ago. That's when I first like knew who she was type shit, but she definitely embodied that. And she's mad consistent with like her music and her freestyles on her page, too. So Nick's definitely tuna. All right, so mm-hmm. everything lit, everything lit. But with that being said... We've come to another episode of the Lunchroom Podcast. No, woo. That's, woo! That's, that's woo! <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to do it tomorrow. What the fuck is they talking about? 30. This Bro, is episode 30. It's episode 30? Yeah. Oh, woo! <laughs> 30! Perk! Perk! <laughs> I don't say that one. 30 Perk sounds crazy. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, I'm your host, Dapper Dan. This is thirty. Look at this nigga, bro. bro this is <laughs> 30, why you can't bro. have an audience, bro. Oh, man. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm your boy Dapper Dan. Across from me is my guy Fritz. Next, to my guy Fritz is my guy Ray, aka the movie guy. Behind the camera, as usual, we got my guy Fredo. And with us today, we have a guest. This is the first time I'm actually gonna say we have a guest guest because usually, like, it just be like people we would hang out with, like, regardless in the studio. But now we got like a established artist in the in the room. You know what I'm saying? And when we have guests, I usually don't introduce them for them for myself. I let them speak for themselves. So, what we got here? What's good, y'all? My name is Lamar Carnivore. Um, I went to high school with these niggas, so that's how I know them. You know, shout out to Grand Street, shout out to EBT. Um, a 23 year old uh, Brooklyn based rapper. Uh, I am a multifaceted, multi genre hitting uh, young nigga. He is not lying. Yeah, I'm nice. <laughs> Fuck y'all niggas talking about. If you yeah. didn't catch, he was. Last week's Undiscovered Heat. Oh, yeah. Last week, we did just play. We played our nasty last week. I'm nice. nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good looks, y'all. Good looks. Good looks. Yeah, but um, actually, being that you even said that, I want, that's the first question I wanted to get into with you is, uh, why do you feel it's so important to be diverse with your music? I feel like it's uh, important to be diverse because I feel like I've seen a lot of rappers that I, I, I fuck with a lot of rappers, but a lot of rappers don't really like... Um, <clears throat> what's it called, evolve or have any type of growth in their music, you feel me? Like, for example, like, let's say uh, Meek Mill, who, like, when he first came out, I really, really fucked with him uh, up until maybe, like, maybe the the Dreams or Worth More Than Money album. Mm -hmm. I think that was the last album where I actually, like, really, really fucked with it until Championships. I think until Championships, whatever he put out in between then, whether it was singles or whatever like that, I really felt like it was just the same old shit. Yeah, now Wins and Losses was good. I'm not saying it wasn't good music, but what I'm saying was I didn't appreciate what I thought he wasn't like. I didn't feel like he was growing in any direction. Mm. I feel like most of his albums followed the same type of pattern, and it was the same type of music you were getting more, more or less. You feel me? And I feel like that's the only issue with rappers. So I feel like me personally, me being a black dude who hangs around, around other black men, other Hispanic men, other or women too, obviously. Let me chill with that shit. But me hanging around other black people, Hispanic people, I hang around white people, I hang around all different types of genres, people who introduce me to all different types of music, all different types of styles. It is very important for me to hit every one of them in terms of 
all right, I relate to this. Okay. I like this. So if you see me put out a Dembo, you know, I hang around Spanish people. That's why. You see me put out some drill shit, hang out with, with hood niggas. That's why. If you see me put out some, I could put out some rock shit tomorrow. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure it'll be nice because I'm nice. But <laughs> that'll, that'll, that'll speak to a different type of people. And I feel like if you are an uh, artist, an established artist, you need to make sure that you not only keep your fan base, but also expand your fan base. Copy. I fuck with it. Heavy. I mean. Because honestly, I heard uh, Bob Star is a project you put out earlier this year. Um, and when I went through it, I was just like, I was amazed. Cause I'm just like, one, obviously, you could really rap. I'll give you that. You definitely can really rap. And I'm just like, he's hitting so much different things. And like, I just wanted to ask, like, how much of your, your, uh, how much of your growth as a young man through life has, is a part of your influence in music? Because obviously, it's so many different genres. So like, tell me how like your childhood kind of meshes with your music. Well, I felt like a lot of rappers be like, yo, you know, music was my way out. Mm-hmm. And I can't lie. That shit is like really real. Like <laughs> I, I, I wasn't uh, the the most gangster of gangsters or whatever like that. I wasn't no big homie and I like that. But I was like one of them niggas that would be on the block doing absolutely nothing but bad shit. You feel me? And I felt like once I got to high school, um, I was put around a different type of group, a different group of people that made me use my head more rather than, you know, my hands or whatever the you case may be. Chloe? Yeah, Miss Chloe. <laughs> for those who don't know, for those who don't know who watching the podcast right now or whenever this come out, uh, Miss Chloe is our dance teacher. Facts. And Miss Chloe is also somebody who helped me stay off the streets. So it's Facts. actually mad funny that you say that. But um, I think in terms of music specifically, I feel like uh, a lot of the tough times that I went through, I would solve it with like doing bad shit or like getting my mom tight or whatever. Like that would be my like release. You feel me? My mm-hmm. therapy. I feel like once I really, really started fucking with music. I had a new outlet. I had something that I could actually put passion into. Put uh, a, it was more like a form of therapy. You feel me? So I feel like the fact that music played such a big role in me becoming a man. I feel like it is very, very easy to say that music influenced my life and my growth in terms of being a man. In terms of uh, being bigger than what mm. the streets was, or being bigger than what mm. just being mean to my family or being mean to my friends when I was really, really small. So I feel like music really, really, really saved me. You feel me? How old were you when you started? Like, really making old, music? Yeah. I think I probably was writing since I was like 11, 12. I think I hadn't recorded my first song until I was like 16. And I think maybe around uh, 2017, so I think maybe around like 1920 mm-hmm. was when I really started yeah. taking like the Lamar you see right here now. Yeah. Um, you know, like Frieza, yeah. you know, he got like <laughs> like four forms plus a full power form. Yeah. You feel me? I feel like uh, 19 is when I hit my third form and I was like, all right, I'm going to take this shit fucking serious. And I, right now I think I'm like fourth form Frieza. You feel okay. me? Now I'm, now I'm in my final form type shit. I was going to say my, my question for you, because I always found it like, a, like not weird, but like peculiar because i always felt like you know me personally people always say like i'm a spanish nigga that hang out with a lot of black people so that i'm like basically been taken in by black folks or whatever whereas (laughs) when i met you in ebt i thought it was the opposite like Mm -hmm. you were a black person that got taken in by the spanish folks Mm -hmm. and like you basically hung your hat on that like you said you made a dembo song and that shit sound fire i'm not going front Mm -hmm. so my whole thing with you is like one how did like spanish people influence you um two how do you think we as a people, Spanish and black folks, because there still is, in my opinion, division. Okay. Yeah. Um, how do you think like with your music and just like how we could basically put the divide aside, you know, we're all one people at the end of the day. That's how I feel. Exactly. So I just wanted to see how you feel like we can improve on that. All right. So I'm the first question I'm gonna answer the the question about uh uh how they really played a role mm-hmm. in my life. Um I think it's because a lot of the interest that, you know, Hispanic people had, I had uh, mainly baseball. I feel like during high school when I actually started going to, when I went to Grand Street, and Grand mm-hmm. Street was, in my opinion, uh, predominantly Hispanic school in terms Facts. of the three schools, you feel me? Um, I feel like the people who played baseball the most was Hispanic people, you feel me? Well, whether it was Puerto Ricans, Dominicans, whatever the case may be. They was playing a lot. Also, uh, somebody, the only person that I was really, really, really cool with like in terms of me like being able to chill with him every single day was my boy Andrew okay. and he played baseball a lot and he was a Puerto Rican dude so we had came from middle school together mm-hmm. and even though I came with a few other heads from middle school he was definitely somebody that was like I hung out with him a lot mm-hmm. more I hang out with him more I hang out with other Spanish people more I hang out with other Spanish people Spanish people Spanish people Spanish people y'all stoned in my face type shit yeah. second Y'all got some badass bitches in the Spanish <laughs> I, can't I can't front like if, if, if I gotta if I wanna be they nigga 
I gotta pretend like I'm one of they niggas. You feel me? I like feel I gotta you. pretend, like not necessarily pretend, because at this point, this is me through and through. Yeah, you yeah. feel me? But I was more interested in the culture for many, many mm-hmm. reasons. Whether it was the bitches, whether it's baseball, whether it was you know just learning about the culture was very, very influential to me. Mm-hmm. How I feel like black people and Spanish people could um come together. I feel like I am more like on your side. Mm-hmm. I feel like there is a big division between Hispanic and black people when um that looting shit was happening. Yeah. And um I think it was Franklin. um Fordham. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think Fordham had got looted like crazy. Mm-hmm. And it was like a, a big division between the Spanish people who were from Fordham and the black people who were trying to prove a point. Yeah. You feel me? Now I understand a lot of people that were looting wasn't really trying to prove a point. They were trying to make a come up. Yeah. But you don't know that. You don't exactly. know these people. You don't know what they're doing this or that or the third force. So exactly. there's really no reason to be div- uh, divisive mm-hmm. on those issues. At the end of the day, we're all minorities. At exactly. the end of the day, we all came here against our will. Exactly. You understand? So the fact that we have to be divisive when we as minorities should be the majority at this point like we can we probably uh outnumber them by a landslide if we all came together and we all fought under one voice under one power you feel me i feel like the fact that we don't do that is kind of disappointing to me i understand you know there's some people that are nationalist to DR there's some people that are nationalists to Colombia you feel me yeah. they only stick with they people yeah. you understand and I, I don't I don't disrespect anybody for being true to their blood but yeah. I feel like if we both on American soil you feel me if we all on American soil there could be Hindu niggas or like yeah. um like Saudi Arabian niggas or exactly. Indian niggas or Chinese, Chinese people, people it don't not matter you feel me we all minorities in you know the power's eyes exactly. so we have to come together and take the power that we deserve that's real shit thanks Nice. It's just very refreshing, like seeing you and hearing your music, and like mm-hmm. film. You don't see that every day. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah. I told yo, I'm nice. I'm not fucking with y'all niggas, bro. Yeah, that might be the title of the episode. Facts. I'm nice. <laughs> but, um, I only got two more questions for you before we move on. Gotcha, um, gotcha. What's been the reaction to Bob Star? Um, just in general, because obviously you got your peoples, and I'm pretty sure a lot of them heard it before it was really, you mm-hmm. know, even on streaming platforms. But just. For those who didn't hear it before it was before released, what yeah, what was going on? What was in their heads? When I, they were here? I think the the concept that I came up with for Bob Star, I feel like I, I want to be a rapper that comes up with a concept for everything, right? Mm-hmm. So when I dropped my first mixtape, I think in 2018, it was called Kame House. And as you can see, after I've talked about Frieza, I'm a Dragon Ball Z fan. And mm-hmm. that project, Kame House, was very, very Dragon Ball Z-like inspired it was the same topics that we could think about today whether it's like you know trying to fuck bitches trying to get money you know drugs you know partying whatever the case may be it was about that but there was a anime inspired vibe to it which relates to me because i love Mm -hmm. anime oh fucking d you feel me so um i think that concept was perfect that concept was cool as a coming out party i think bob star I was reaching for a summer date and I kind of hit it. I, I dropped it like August 10th or yeah. something like that, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was looking for a summer date and I'm like, all right, so what's popping in the summer? What what do niggas really fuck with in the summer? And to be honest, in New York, there's so many different vibes. There's so many different things that people like. They like drill shit. They like reggae. They like dembo. Like you can't Like you can't just put out one project full of you know, one genre and expect it to hit with everybody that you know. Right. So the concept that I try to come up with was literally not even giving you a project, but giving you like a playlist Thanks. where if you was at a party, you could play any one of these songs in any one of your little sessions, whether it's a trap session, a dembo session, a reggae session, you could play any one of these songs and it would fit into that session. You feel me? And I think that was the big uh, general concept of it. And I think people took to that very, very well. I think people... Everybody that I know uh, have listened to it. They've given me nothing but great reviews. They've given me so much uh, props for being able to create songs rather than just rap. I feel like growing up, I was really just a spitter. Like I I knew exactly what to say, how to say it. And for a dude that was coming up that was that young, that's good. But you know, there's so many niggas out there that's like Jadakiss and shit like that, where it's like they could spit, but can they really produce a project worth of good music that I think is going to... um, reach mainstream audiences i feel like that was my issue the same way i couldn't really make a song i couldn't write a chorus or whatever like that you feel me so i feel like that's what i tried to do on this shit and everybody told me that i succeeded so i feel like uh bob star is a really big turning point in my life in terms of trying to blend my known sound of being able to spit bars with the unknown which is trying to make songs Mm -hmm. you feel me so and like I said, everybody really fucked with it. You just said like you know yeah. it was it was a good project. I feel like everybody who commented on it said it was a good project. So hopefully I still could keep up the the progression 
and not just think about spitting bars, which was the first one, and not just thinking about making songs, which was on the second one, but actually exactly. correlating the two and making mm -hmm. some good shit on my third project. Which leads me to my next oh. and final question, unless you have... No, I was just going real quick, like, has... I don't know how you planned your rollout for the project or anything like that, but has, like, COVID affected any plans? I oh, know, hell I know yeah. you used to, like, what? perform shows live, so I know Yo. you probably had sh shows you wanted to do and things like that, so... Yo, COVID-19, bro. You a bitch, bro. That's some G shit, because <laughs> I... Uh, my boy RJ, y'all know RJ, right? Because we went to school together. Yeah. yeah so RJ and I, we 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 go fifty fifty on a lot of shit when it comes to my career. Uh, he, he looks at him himself, and I look at him as more of like a manager. Okay. You feel me? So we we plan, and he has his own like kind of like collective for himself mm -hmm. called Fourth Dimension that he wants to branch off into like clothes and you know shooting music videos like photography and um and mainly functions and parties and events. Yeah. You feel me? So. He throws events. I perform at them. We get all of our friends to come through, and that's really our biggest yeah. money maker. You feel me? And I feel like COVID fucked that up because obviously you can't have that many big gatherings. Exactly. I feel like uh, songs that were dedicated for parties, a lot of them are on Bop Star. You feel me? Yeah. Like I said, they're supposed to be a Bop. They're supposed to be something that you could play. And I can't play them if we ain't got nowhere to play them. You feel right. me? Right. I could play them on my Instagram as much as I want, but at some point, y'all niggas gonna be like, alright, this nigga's really exactly. sucking his own. Yeah. Like, like that shit mad bad. You feel me? That's terrible. So, I feel like uh, COVID really really jammed the nigga up. What? No funny shit. Yeah, so I'm actually leading to my last question. So, with COVID obviously jamming you up, are we gonna? Are you gonna be riding out Bob Star for a little bit more, or are, is there new music on the horizon? What's the plans next for? Nah, the, 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 in my opinion, I think there's a uh, new music on the horizon because um, the way I see it is, uh, Bob Star is a good project, but at the end of the day, Bob Star is not meant to be like something that you really looked to in my uh, discography. Right? Okay, it's supposed to be something like uh, something to hold you over. Like, you want a new music? I right, I'm going to give you new music type shit. Would you compare it to, like, More Life? Like, something exactly. like... Exactly. Right, Boom, cool. exactly. You like call more, it a playlist. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. More Life is, like, a little, like, interval mm -hmm. or interlude into Drake's bigger projects. And um, I feel like it was the... It, it kind of holds the same thing. I always had a concept for my second project the same way, you know, anime inspired my first project. Mm -hmm. Video games is supposed to... Uh, Video games and street life, actually. I'm supposed to call it War Games. Okay. It's supposed to uh, basically be the concept of my second album. And um, I feel like the second album is very, very good for the fall, the winter, because it's much more of a okay. darker feel. Okay. You feel me? So I feel like since how it's already November, I feel like if I could spit some songs out, I'm supposed to go to the studio on Monday, I'll see where it goes from there. Yeah. But I definitely feel like since Bob Star couldn't really get played in like the clubs or get played at events or I couldn't perform and shit like that. I don't want to drag it out too yeah. long before niggas be like, all right, clubs is open. Put out some new music, exactly, you feel me? Yeah. Like I want to beat niggas to the punch type shit. So I still want to hear Bipito at a party though. My nah, I can't Bipito at the party, I got I got to hear that. I can't front. That's probably gonna be the one song <laughs> that, that I'ma stretch. Because yeah. <laughs> you stretch not yeah. get like you might never get another uh, Dumbo. <laughs> I done exhausted as much Spanish as I know, bro. Like after like, you that, speak better Spanish than me. I'll tell you. That. <laughs> <laughs> that's the sad part. That's, right? That has the sad part. Bipito gonna be played in 2023, bro. I promise you. That's gonna be the last time you. That shit. Oh, but um, we gonna move a little bit into um the meat of the show. Mm -hmm. uh, we got a segment we got called on here called Microphone Check, and Microphone Check is basically just our music segment of the podcast. So where we just talk about anything regarding music, opinions, contract, whatever the case may be. So um, I want to actually start off this uh microphone check by saying first and foremost, rest in peace to King Vaughn. Facts. Rest in peace, King Vaughn. And that this unfortunately leads into my first topic, which would be uh, gang violence and rap. And can the two just not coexist? Like, do they have to be coincided? Can I don't, we stop? I don't think the violence rap can necessarily get away from gang violence because it's so glorified. It makes millions. It's made. I'm pretty sure it's made billions of dollars at this point. Absolutely, um, of course. And when you see so many rappers who started in that gang life and mm -hmm. they made it out. A lot of young niggas want to do the same thing. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? So it's, it's like almost a never-ending cycle. It would be nice for, you know, it not to be, like, <laughs> such a light on, like, gang violence and all that shit. But that's just how it is, bro. That's what sells. Niggas love to make imaginary guns in clubs and all mm -hmm. that shit. Like, 
That's just I what be it having is. it on me in the club. Hey man, niggas <laughs> be fake gang members, you know. We be having runs with everyone's crib and everyone's blood. Feel me? Depending on what's cool and current. Everybody woo, everybody exactly. Chill. But I mean, we talk about it all the time. You know, hip hop has this mantra where you gotta keep it real. Feel me? You gotta uh, can't compromise yourself. You gotta always keep it a buck, and it's hard to. That mantra is so imperative in hip hop that if you are a gang member or you like come from that world, mm-hmm. it's like you're expected to right. do that. And then that, with that expectation comes like compromising p- positions. Feel me? Like if you are in a position where you have a beef with somebody, then you have those old tendencies, like in Carlitos, where you can't get away from it. This right. is who you are. Right, right. Feel me? So it's, it's hard. Like it'll be nice. I always say, like, at least now, in my opinion, it's a balance because there are people that have like more conscious rap or like the J. Mm-hmm. Coles, the Dreamvilles, the the K. Dots and the Black Hippies and all that. Like, so there is more balance as far as like not gangster right. anymore. Whereas before, I feel like we were just everything was a gangster rapper. Like everything was glorified in that way. So that's my whole thing. At least let there be balance. But I personally just don't think they can't coexist because just that's just the way hip hop has always been. Like. You ask him to change the game now. That's kind of hard to do at this point. No, you can't ask uh, country music stars to not wear cowboy, cowboy hats. hats. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I did ask That's a great wear. point. <laughs> nah, I think that, uh, adding on to what y'all said, uh, I feel like um, the same way you said, Fritz, that it's a cycle. You mm-hmm. feel me? It's like it's it's almost never ending at the same time. You feel me? It's gangsters coming up, telling their story. Mm-hmm. You know, this is what makes me me. And at the end of the day, I'm not going to change for nobody. Money's not going to change me. Women are not going to change me. The house, the cars, the clothes, it's not going to change me. And I feel like if you get to a certain place, like let's say God rest a soul, Vaughn, where you feel like you're being disrespected by anybody, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to want to get retaliate, out your way yeah. and retaliate. You feel me? Whether it's on the spot, some people do it differently. Some people do it on a mic. Some people do it on the spot. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, once it's beef, it's beef. Right. And then everybody under you, you know, it's going to be a beef with them versus a beef with everybody that's under the nigga that you beefing with. Exactly. You feel me? So at the end of the day, the gang violence is what helped you eat when you wasn't a rapper. And even though rapping is now taking care of your plates, you know, at the end of the day, you cannot change who you are as a human exactly. being. If you change who you are, the, they deem you as a sellout. Exactly. You feel me? So the same way you said the exactly. mantra, the mantra of you got to be some type of tough, you got to be some type of gangster. I feel like even... The, the farthest people like Jay-Z who can coexist outside of gangster rap you know he's always somebody that's being reminded of his past he's always mm-hmm. somebody who's being reminded oh he was a crack dealer when exactly. he was younger you feel me and the nigga's like 50 something now 40 <laughs> exactly. something now you feel me and they still talking about it so I feel like it's impossible I, even though it would be nice I feel like it's very very impossible for the two to separate because it is a way for the people who are living one life to evolve into another and express themselves as well exactly yeah i mean for me it's just super sad because obviously it's costing us the lives of very young budding superstars you know what i'm saying just i'm sorry to interject i saw a post like a couple days ago um it may sound outlandish to people but they were like uh being a rapper is one of the most dangerous jobs in the world if you come from that yeah. that cloth, yeah. then for sure. Because I mean, even if though, sometimes because you're good, you're a walking so. target. Even if you are soft and it's still sweet for you, depending where you go. I mean, at that point, but you gonna roll around on some, you know, with security, proper security. Some you know? people they don't. Like you know I said, they don't come from that world. I mean, I feel like if you once you start making that kind of money. People in your ear will be more on you to be like, you know, you should roll around with this much security. Yeah. You it shouldn't be here on too the type long. Of person you are. Yeah, I, I was gonna say like. Based on the King Von death, I was more concerned about the aftermath of his death, like the reactions of people. Like, like I feel like now when people die, you can't even. There's no such thing as resting in peace anymore. Feel me? Like niggas be throwing dirt on your name. Feel me? There was videos of supposedly his his man's like take going to his crib and yeah, airing out his stuff, crib, like right. as far as taking all the clothes and stuff like that. Crazy. And his girl, you know, I know she mourning, but she's on media talking about him and stuff like that. And it's like. That's the saddest part. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, that's what we've evolved into. That's that's the soul of social media. You know what I'm saying? Because there was somebody. I think she posted. She was like, "Damn, I'm supposed to link Vaughn and fuck." Like, yeah, like I'm what? Like, we like, supposed I'm to like, fuck son, on Monday? Like, I'm what like, are you talking about? I'm like, yo, like, come on, son. Like, but we've gotten to that point where like, there's no moral standpoint to even stand on anymore. It's like a free for all completely, and it's like almost. It's not even almost. It is disgusting yeah. to really think about and like just say that we're here because like at the end of the day, like that man died. Facts. That's that's what happened. That point blank period. Like all the rest of y'all little problems don't matter because he can't live the exactly. rest of his life. He was twenty six, bro. 
like 26 years old. Exactly. Just got he on. He had kids, three kids too. Exactly. I mean, luckily, man. not luckily, but his blessings to his family was that he didn't sign. He was signed to Empire. And which he owns his masters. He owns his masters. So with that being said, run that up. He's, you can run up his music and he'll get money for his family. Facts. So hopefully. So with that being said, I don't know if anybody else had any last thoughts on that. No. All right, cool. Rest so the peace to Vaughn. I just wanted to start off with um, the more somber note in that section just because... You know, we like to get those out the way first most of the time. But um, moving forward, uh, let's go Let's go into yours. Um, the original songs versus the remake. All right, so. Because I didn't really know where he was going with that. So nah, nah. To... I'm going to tell you right now because I was bumping. I'm Obviously, we're going to do hip-hop song, songs. But I was bumping I was bumping a techno song mm-hmm. called. Um, but either way, they sampled the whole. Like, they remade the whole song. Mm-hmm. And in my opinion, I'm like. I'm not saying the techno song is better, mm-hmm. but it's just a different vibe. I'm like, yeah, damn. Like talking about like yeah. that, that EDM shit. Yeah, yeah. Nah, I was just like, yo, this shit bump. I'm not going front. <laughs> and then um, it, I was talking to my pops. I'm like, that made me think like, okay, how much songs in hip hop? There was originals, even remixes versus the, so originals versus the remix. So through research, I thought I'd just come through, feel me? Let's start it off like this. Which song, which remake or song do you think was better? Nikki's, Nikki's Itty Bitty Piggy or Soulja Boy's Dunk? Oh, that's tough. Exactly. That's tough. Exactly. Because they both two different vibes. You feel me? And it's they the like same for two different beat. purposes. Nah, Donk was crazy though. Because yeah, Donk, because we grew up, we were outside for like at a young age. So like when Donk dropped, we knew what the oh, what man. the moment was that for. Was a great you feel song. me? <laughs> you know the music video was better than the song though I can't hold I'm it the music video was crazy I might side with Nikki on this cause this I, is I, one I of the few songs I might, that I actually like from her I might go crazy. Nikki on this one I'm, I'm not like, gonna lie to you you know crazy on here, bro. She had the I still remember I to this day the words I remember the words definitely I definitely remember the words but I remember Johnny the nigga Johnny from Grand Street that I sitting at the table always on me like Give me a hanky, like feel me. He's talking about Johnny. Feel me, like, yeah. like this nigga is dead singing the song. Like that impact was crazy, bro. I'm not gonna front. Nah, yeah, nah. Nikki wild out on that. I ain't I'm not gonna I do. I wouldn't too, be mad for y'all to go. I'm not gonna do too Nikki much. Day. I'm gonna probably do two more. But another one was, at Fifty Cent's the original Out of Control mm-hmm. or the remix with Mob Deep. I think the uh, the remix. I, I like the remix. I was gonna go remix. Went a little like, farther than than. Yeah, than, than I like the remix better. I'm not going front, so I, like I would remix. give it to the remix. And then uh, I guess the last one could be Fabs. Y'all don't really hear me though, or Meeks. Oh Meek. 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 I think I gotta go Meek. I go with yeah. Meek too. <laughs> Meek went crazy, bro. <laughs> the last line. <laughs> I gotta go Meek too. I gotta go Meek. So that but was just a few. I thought the one Meek. song that comes to mind that. Everybody always plays the, the remix before his ignition. Yeah. Like, OD. Ignition, 100%. The, I don't, didn't Carl Kelly remix his own song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't get no feature on it. <laughs> it's just him. He said, yo, I just made fuck. a new version of this. I'm not going to hold you. I don't think I've ever heard the original. I, I think I heard the original. I can't lie. I got another one. And it don't say remix. It say part two. But Confessions? Mm. Confessions part one? Fire. Confessions part two? Classic. Classic. Crazy. Out of the park. That's a good one. Facts. I noticed that. There's a few more. Like There was the original You Ain't Even Know It or Black Hippies You Ain't Even Know It. I, I mean, might go with the original. I'm going with the original only because the Black Kids did the whole like they know they gave the bars. Yeah, but, you know but, what I'm saying. But depending on where you at, you might want to hear the right. They even know you it. Even I'm not even gonna have more diverse rappers. Yeah. on me. I'm not gonna hold you. You feel me? And then um, I guess the like like I said, it was hard because I was trying to find good ones. You know, they had like Little Wayne Swag Surf or original Swag Surf, which uh, I thought that was kind of obvious. Yeah, yeah. so Wayne body that like the body. last one I had on here was to throw it in the bag, the original or the remix with Drake. Drake uh, remix. I'll the remix with Fumi Drake. It just yeah. was a different vibe. Nah, yeah. Drake, body, Drake body that shit. That, that's oh, what I'm thinking it. Nah, it was a different vibe. I'm not going to front. The second He said it is what it is. <laughs> but that, like I said, y'all could do your own research. I think I might come back with the samples. Like these were actual songs, like so covers basically. So I might come like, back next week. Through the fire and through yeah. the wire type shit. Exactly. Yeah. So I might come back next week with the samples. So stay tuned. But, but since we just mentioned Drake, um, we gonna go into your topic. Um, Drake and Breezy may be working on a joint album because he said that in like an interview. Or yeah. Right? Um. The, I just seen that like on the internet or whatever, and then it just had me thinking like, what ideal joint album would y'all want to see? Like any type of ideal artist? joint album? Yeah. Well, like that is the one right now for me. That is Breezy, that is Breezy the one. Drake. <laughs> Nigga, I don't care what they do. It's gonna be fun. I'm not <laughs> <laughs> that is the one. <laughs> it's gonna be fun. Nah, I um, can't front when no my fault. Really. No, when I can't front when when no guidance came out. 
I came from, I wanted to hate that shit so bad. <laughs> like, I really was like, I'm like, yo, bro, like, drinking Chris Brown for them, nigga? Like, this is mid. This not hitting. Nigga, on the way over here. It was so on the radio. Bro. I did not change it, bro. Oh, God, I feel guilty. You Especially with that video. That. I dad wanted to hate it because of the video. Yeah. How y'all want to hate something? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, nah, bro. I'm not about to be over here with y'all niggas. Like, yo, this is fire, bro. Nah, fuck out of here. Collab album with like 10 or 12 no guidances. That's what it's going to be. And it's going to go too. Well, the only other collab I can really think I really would want to hear is like K Dot, J Cole. Probably. Yeah, I mean that's that's mm-hmm. that, that's a generic that is one. like a mad generic. Like that's the first one I thought about. But for me, like out of the box, I would like to see like a Burner Boy Whiskey collab album. Mm. Okay, I'm saying that's, I feel that's like that should slap. That sounds good. Okay. I like when like genres mesh. So like mm. I can't think off the top of my head, but like example, I'm trying like to think, artist. son. I'm dead trying to think. Go if anybody else, I gotta think. If anything, mm-hmm. I would like to hear. I know this is probably very, very hard to do, mm. but I would like to hear like a whole New York drill album with mm. all the drill artists in New York on the same like album. A compilation album. Like a compilation New York drill album? That would be fucking historic. That's nigga. tough to do without you, anybody getting shot. I, I, that's I, what I'm saying. Like, I feel like if you just remove the folk and GD niggas, you might be able to get that. Because a lot of these niggas... Nah, I hear you. Oh, it's just... Yeah, like I said, song. they don't even have to be in the same stool nowadays. For me, you could just send songs to each other and yeah, just have like a, these niggas be a person to like just together. make sure everything is... Feel me? A per, like a Switzerland type of person that's mm-hmm. going to play neutral on both sides. I think days. it could be done, but again, I won't be... I know that's very, very like long-winded right. to do. Like It's not... All right, hit me out. Y'all ready? I'm here. It's going to be some retarded-ass not... Smart shit. All right, so, all right, check this out. I listen to a lot of different genres and shit, right? We know. All right, so, first name I'm going to throw out there, Ariana Grande, right? Okay, she can sing. Great singer. She can sing. Sing sing her ass off, right? But she got a lot of flavor in her, too. Mm -hmm. Like, she'd be showing a little bit of blackness in her. She she like Christina Aguilera. She like a baby Mariah. Yeah, like, she she gave it. So, here's who I throw her with, Metro Boomin'. Metro Boomin, who I've seen on completely different genres, whether it's hard trap, regular like nav yeah. trap, or like some fucking um, what's this nigga Calvin Harris shit? Yeah, you feel me? I've seen Metro perform on all three levels, or or produce on all three <laughs> levels. <laughs> now imagine Metro, <laughs> imagine Metro producing a whole album for Ariana, just for Ariana Grande. That might be the first project I'll listen to from her. I don't even know how that would sound. That's my thing. I don't my, know how that shit I, would sound I either. Metro, that shit I love crazy. Metro, but I think Metro has missed, in my opinion, at oh, this time. Wait, Not missed, but wait. I think he's... I don't know. I think it's just been... I don't know if it was him or the rapper. I got, well, Big, <laughs> I'm not going for a Big Sean made Metro trash. Tra- tra- him and Big Sean, I oh, didn't really like it I didn't, like that. I, I didn't like Double Enough. That's what I'm saying. Big Sean made Metro like sound trash. Like so. I don't know. Double Enough and Mist OD. So it's I don't know if it was Metro, because as a producer, it's your job to also, you know what I'm saying, mesh yeah. the sound with the mm-hmm. with the rapper. So Especially if the whole project is for so that exactly. one particular rapper. That's what I'm saying. So that's why I say he's missed, because I throw that on a producer as well, because you have a part in that whole thing. Uh, you gave him like um, like gold legend I or something. Don't like bounce back, bro. It's a che- it's a cheesy like hit. It's a, it's a cheesy I think it's a, I think it's a marketable. Yeah, I think I think it's something that's marketable. It's a, it's a cheesy. Like, I never like that song. You know how hard it is to make Metro sound trash. That's all I'm saying. Like. I mean, it is because well, I think just he's Big nice. Sean. <laughs> like, nah, it's just Big Sean, bro. I'm not going to hold you. He know how hard it is to hate, do. You just hate Big Sean. You don't like Big Sean? I don't like Big Sean, bro. I'm not going to hold you. But back to Ariana. Um, I think there's a possibility he could do it. I wouldn't put it past you. You just don't know how it would. I just don't yeah, know. I'm not just... confident that it'll be as good as I probably am confident. Yeah, I, I'm just not that sure. I, I need to hear like three songs, a little sample. Yeah, little sample. I need samples first, for sure. I'm riding songs. with you on that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, like, I like that idea. Yeah. Because I'm not going to lie, she did a feature on um, a 2 Chain song. That I, it's a song that I thought should have went bigger. Actually, she, oh, that song was fire. Yeah, that song was fire. It's like she, she carried that song crazy. So, I mean, I could see she could step into different lanes. Was it called Rule the World? Yeah, something like that. Okay. I know that's how the chorus went. Yeah. So, but like she can step in a different lane. So I'm definitely would look forward to that if it were to ever magically occur. And if it does occur, look for this. Yeah, man. I was about to say. <laughs> he needs a check. Exactly. <laughs> he needs I'll a check. That but um, moving forward, we're going to move on to something that I've been pondering for a little bit. And I just wanted to know where you guys felt on this. Where do we stand on Soldier Boy's importance in hip hop? 
Yo, y'all niggas need to give my man his fucking flowers, man. I, I just want to know where Soulja Boy, tell him. My son DeAndre Way. <laughs> y'all niggas need to give him his fucking flowers, Pop man. the bitch. What are we Turn talking about here, bro? If we want to talk about a run. Nigga, still my Yo, whole flow. And changing the game. <laughs> <laughs> word for word. Word for word. He was dead ass. Like. I said, tell me what's really going on. <laughs> nah, all jokes aside, though, bro. Soldier Boy has so much influence in today's game and it he doesn't get like the mm. love for it you know what i'm saying like people would were, were almost trying to make fun of him because of how he was going about it a couple years ago but mm-hmm. he was dead ass speaking facts his first single went number one bro that shit first went stupid and he stupid and he owned he is all the of first it. person the first rapper to really get on the internet like yeah, youtube utilize the fuck out of youtube like I feel like we give Wayne all the flowers and credit That's for this thing, but we bro. deadass forget about Soldier Boy. Niggas like we don't give him it. as much credit as we get. Like we give Wayne all the credit, but Soldier Boy does. We don't give him all the credit because I feel like his antics kind of take away from it. I think that the, I think that uh, the speaking on what you just said, I feel like I think that Wayne deserves the flowers for influencing um, style. Yes. So like the style of how these niggas dress, how they do yes. their hair, how they sometimes rap, the what tattoos. they rap about, the tattoos. Exactly. I feel like even the gang culture, I feel like Wayne was one mm-hmm. of the first niggas, like there's been gangster rap since the 70s, 80s, but I feel like Wayne was one of the first rappers to bring colors into it in terms of yeah, talking about- give dips at yeah, that. I'm not going to Dips, dips, I feel like oh, dips wait, whoa, 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 the Lil Wayne was easier to touch in like Chicago. It was easier to touch in like Atlanta. Easy to touch in like LA more than uh, Joel's and and Jim Jones and Cameron. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So while I do agree with you, they definitely did it first and they yeah. did it better, hundred percent. I feel did. like it was, it was but real blood. back to what I was saying. It don't even matter. I feel like Wayne was one of the first niggas to bring style mm-hmm. into a lot of these niggas of this generation now. Yes. However, Soldier Boy made money off of the internet yes. in a way that we've never seen before. Completely yes. never seen before. So now this whole internet generation, regardless of whatever style they jacking, whatever mm. colors, whatever the shit that, that Wayne might have influenced, I feel like if it wasn't for Soldier Boy breaking a literal barrier into you can not only make money for yourself without you know a record label, without a, a, a distribution company, you can make money for yourself and go big. Mm-hmm. But he was the like he's the very first to do it, and nah, he did it perfectly. Definitely agree with you. Whatever happened after that was tight whack, but. Nah, because like mm-hmm. I said, my thing with Soldier Boy is that if we were to give money out for like credit and like people things, Soldier Boy would be a billionaire, bro. Because like he's made these these monster companies, Warner Bros, Sony, whatever, billionaires because he's broke that, like you said, broke that barrier. barrier. And like because of that, now we're at where we're at with streaming and all that exactly. stuff. So like that's all stemming from Soldier Boy. You yeah. like you that know what I'm saying, and then he had. Let's not act like he didn't inspire the whole dance craze too. He was point, 16, 17. Like now, after troll. that, like everybody started having a little, trying to have a little dance with their joint. Now, not that there wasn't dances before, but like he was doing a full like, routine, specifying yeah. a song for yeah. a dance. Even yeah. being a troll, he was the original troll too, right? Because of the whole, his whole lime wire, uh, how he used to get people to bump his songs and shit like that. Uh, Ice T and Soldier Boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Yo, Soldier Boy." Eat dick. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? So, Facts. Gucci. Oh, so, it was heavily influential. Facts. Facts. Heavily influential. First Nobody... rapper I ever heard to rap about uh, Zans. Mm. I cannot lie. Because when Zan with that lean mm. came out, mm. I did not Ooh. know. That's, that's a great point. That's a great point. You see, son? So I was like. I like when we bring music I had just learned right. what lean was, point. too. So I didn't even know. Well, actually, he definitely didn't. Yeah, I was going to say. I knew what lean was. But yeah. Zan, <laughs> I never heard nobody rap about Zan's mm. before Soldier Boy. Mm. Correct me if I'm wrong, internet. Facts. Facts. You can hate him, but feel me, you still got to. He still did a lot. I have no reason to hate him. That's what I'm saying. But uh, moving on from the microphone check, we're going to get into Ray's favorite segment. Oh, yes. <laughs> so, nah, I don't know. If, I don't know. I don't know her personally yet. For me? Uh-huh. Yet. 
He's excited for this week's baddie. I ain't gonna lie. Nah. Alright, but I might cut all this shit no Um but yeah, this week's Battle of the Week, I just want to give a shout out to somebody we met on Clubhouse. Her name is Bria Backwards. Hi, we love you, Bria. Facts. I just want to appreciate you from you. Obviously, are very gorgeous. And I appreciate a gorgeous female that's down to earth. Like, you that as cool. Be kicking it on Clubhouse and shit like that. You be responding to me on Twitter. And I hope that this could go a long way. Like I said, we would love to interview you. We would love to interview you because your story, when you were talking about being an original OnlyFans, like OG, and like telling... The whole spiel on how girls be making money and capping and shit like that. Yeah, I talk to him. It definitely intrigued me. So again, what the door is open, and I hope you're recovering well from COVID because I know you're going through it right now. So we just send you flowers and appreciate you this week. Shout out Bria Backwards. You can find her on IG with the Z Backwards with the Z, and you can find her on OnlyFans and Twitter and Twitter. Facts. Go to her OnlyFans though. Yeah, nah, definitely subscribe. To it's that. very very reasonable <laughs> compared to other girls. Definitely subscribe to that. Support Black business. Exactly. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> but um, we're going to move forward from there. We're going to step into Cookie Crumbs. Cookie Crumbs, for those that don't know, Cookie Crumbs is a segment. We just labeled it for um, anything relationship-wise, anything, you know, male, female, whatever the case may be. You know what I'm saying. But um, this is we're going to let Ray take this one because Ray has, ever since we've gotten on Clubhouse, bro. Ray has had, like, he's just been, like, filled with so much hatred bro. for simps. And bro. I'm just like, bro, it's been a thing forever. Let's nah, let it be. bro, I did it. Yo, okay, maybe it's just me, and I was just oblivious because, like, feel me, the, 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 the company I keep. Time out real quick. Um, it, this keep. didn't age well because I remember last episode I said I wasn't mixy because I didn't get into Clubhouse, and then I got into Clubhouse, like, in that, Clubhouse. Weekend, that weekend. So the same. Leave me alone. That's all I want to say. Don't don't come after me. Just know that it wasn't any of us that got invited to Clubhouse first. Either way. Maybe, again, maybe I was oblivious. The company I keep is a non-simp type of company. But on this app, I've really been mind-boggled at I'm how much Dexter simps simped. there are in the world. Dexter simped. What happened? I'm Jack and Dexter simped a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to throw my man to the bus. No, no, this is a joke. That's home team. Home team. Either way, so first of all, again, the app just really blew my mind of how much simps there are in the world. We should get the definition of a simp out first in case people didn't know. In my opinion, I guess a simp is a person that's going to do a lot and the most, compromise themselves for some ass that more than likely they're not going to get. Or won't get at a at a rate he wants. Exactly. You know it's saying? when you do a lot and you re, the return is not enough. The ratio that is, is a bad. simp. The term on Wiktionary is a man who foolishly overvalues and defers to a woman, putting her on a pedestal. Amen. So again, I just want to make sure, and I want to put it out there. I want to put a dead to the simps. Feel me? I want to put a dead to the simps because I don't think this is cool at all. As a man, you should not be a simp, my nigga. You should not hang your hat on doing all this for some ass, making it seem like it's Gucci, and not and like basically you doing a lot and you're not getting nothing in return, bro. Y'all got my man's angry. Take the L. Even Take if, the L. Don't you, compromise um... yourself. It's nothing worse. I just man or female. I just hate seeing people compromise themselves. Feel me? Change themselves, especially for some ass, my nigga. Like, even if you compromise yourself for for some ass, what happens if that shit not Gucci? You're going to be tight. Like, <laughs> you're going to be tight. Like, the niggas, it's a lot on that app, bro. I heard a lot of stories. It's some shorty that, um, she said that, um, the nigga basically, you know, typical fashion came and used to get a box, just basically come over, eat a box, and dip. Oh, I was there for that. That's what I'm saying. How long does this go for? <laughs> she was like, this was a re- Paul is a regular eater. Like this was a regular so, eater. So he would just at any time she needed some yes. space. Yes. Wow. And I and we always asked after the, we had a whole room where we was asking shorties their simp stories. So that shit was just very revealing. But in that story at the end, we always asked, did the nigga end up hitting? Most of the time was no. But you know bitches be capping sometimes. Nah, I mean. I mean, I'm just saying. that's true. But on that app, I will say people are very forthcoming on yes. that app. Uh, hey, so you could give them the benefit of the doubt. I, I, I would do, but I'm. But I feel is, you. was there another like example? I'm of, trying to think. It was. It was so much stories. I don't know if most. I mean, in that room. yeah. I mean, I was in that room, but I mean, it was just a lot of like you know, giving a lot of money, yeah. picking up. I mean, somebody said they got picked up from the airport after like having a wild trip in like Miami, Miami or some yeah. shit. And the, 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 the nigga picked her up, and you know, what I'm saying she wasn't even fuck with. The, like, it's just a lot of the stuff that. I personally am not that bothered by it because I don't. I just know it goes on. Mm-hmm. But Ray seems to feel like nah, it's the I, end of the world again because like because <laughs> because I'll be realizing like feel me. I'm not 
trying to put down women at all, feel me? If you want what you want, go after it. But I'm like, just thinking about, I see why females be calling niggas bitch made and shit like that. Because if you folding like this, if <laughs> you really folding, folding like questions. this, yeah, bro, like you really, <laughs> you really making us look bad now. And it's, that has becoming a mantra. Like females is expecting this type of sympathy. And I'm not for it. I'm sorry. I'm not for it. I'm sorry. I'm just sorry. I'm sorry, females. You might have to go simp somewhere else or something like that. I don't know, son. Now I can't front. You should never. Um, I feel like you know, there's a lot of girls out there that are worth the trouble, and I feel like there's a lot of girls out there that will make you work for for pussy. You feel me? Like they will. You can't just come and fuck whenever you want. Like you got to prove to me that. You know, you deserve or whatever like that. However, I feel like as a man, no female is going to want a man who um, lowers himself for anything, exactly. for anything on this earth, especially, especially pussy. You feel me? So I feel like you really just digging your own grave like exactly. that if you being a simp. Uh, All the girls said yeah. exactly what he just said in that room. They said exactly that. And I know girls personally who use niggas because they simps and they know they're not going to let them fuck. And they just utilize the fuck out of them. And this goes back to the conversation we had last week Fresh. about the digmatize. Remember, I told you something. It said use, use. It, you, hey, you, it goes either way. And you like, could be a female in a simp too. Yeah, but that, like that's the thing. A lot of niggas be thinking with they dicks. Like dick being digmatized, like for a woman is different than being a simp for a man. Because a lot of no. simp's never touch this woman. Exactly. And they just they act like that's their girlfriend, like they wife. That's crazy, bro. It's crazy, bro. I'm telling you, it's a lot of simp on that nigga. Like they were okay, perfect example, my fault before we go on. There was a nigga that we had a conversation and the nigga was saying that basically when a girl fucks with a nigga without a car, it bothers him. And I was like, my nigga, how, ex- bro? Thank you. That's very weirdo behavior. That's mad weird. Anything a ma- another man does to a female should not bother you. Unless it's, at all, you know, unless it's some simp shit yeah. like this. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. So I'm moving on. And let the church say, Amen. 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 We moving. My son Ray was right, bro. Because I, that ass just was really astonished, bro. Like that shit really blew my mind, bro. I'm not gonna hold you. Nah, because Ray was like Isaac Newton in there. Like he discovered something new. He was like, bro, you know, like this exists. Like I said, maybe it's the company I keep, but none of my niggas is simps. I'll tell you that. If they are, they didn't put niggas on. They kept that in the tuck. Niggas might be simps on the lowest. Yeah, but no. <laughs> nah, nah. Um, we're moving on. Just, just keep the time. Um, into the free free segment. Free free for those that don't know. Free free is just literally anything. It's just a play off the lunchroom. Free free lunch. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, um, but um, let's keep on the topic of women since we're talking about women. Uh, this is another Ray special. Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, this is, this is this is better though. For me, we got some male non embellishment. Now let's work on being better be the, being better men and friends in my opinion. Okay. I had a conversation with our homegirl Melissa, you know, friend of the show. And basically she was saying that like, yeah, girls obviously treat their friends better than male treat their friends. And I've this all speculates from I've noticed it becoming a trend. <laughs> I've noticed it becoming a trend lately that a lot of girls are buying their female friends trips. Like outright. Like their dad is getting treated to a Weekend in Puerto so Rico. is the trip like the entire thing? Like, are we talking plane and place to stay? Are That's we talk- I, I know some girl. They that has bought her a trip to LA, paid for the B and B and the plane. And so everything. what about the activities? Well, I, I'm just talking. <laughs> no, I, I, I gotta pay for that yourself. <laughs> like, I was gonna say I, I hear you, but in my opinion, my nigga, if you buy me, if a, if anybody buys me a trip. I'm I'm grateful. I don't care no, what no, else I'm I have to I'm not saying be ungrateful. I'm just trying to be clear what the trip entails. As as far as I'm concerned, I've heard mostly like you know your your place to stay in the in the plane. Mm-hmm. As far as the activities are concerned, I don't know, but I just noticed it becoming a trend, and I'm just like, yo, like I'm not gonna front. Like I'm not saying niggas should take that, but we should start doing that. For me, like I'm not gonna front. My son Eli got a birthday out. Let's pitch and get him a trip. You know, make this I, a regular I know, thing. I know me personally. When I got it, I'm gonna be doing shit like that. Like that's just I just don't got it. Like. That's I, just me. I mean, honestly, I mean, wherever I go, I would try to take my mans, you feel me? So, I mean, if I got You ain't take us to Miami. Bro, that was a last second you trip. You even suggest, exactly. That was a last second trip. I didn't even know about it. Nigga, I knew about it less than two weeks in advance. T- two months. I le- knew about it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Whatever you say, I'm bro. Gonna, I'm going to shut up. Everybody though, else can talk about this. I've definitely seen up. that a lot. Um, it just goes back to loyalty. Like, uh, if a girl, or just human beings in general if like if you feel like that person is really loyal to you like you become family 
Like, mm-hmm. even if you're not related type shit. So that's that's just really love, bro. Like, Facts. No, I'm just saying, like, I feel like it's a... <laughs> It's more. It, I hear what you're saying, but I feel like the male ego, like some niggas, they might not feel I, right, like right, the right, ego right, might right, be like, I'm right. not about to buy my man's a trip. Right, right, like, right, feel right, me? Right, like, right, even right, if right, I do right, have right. it, I'm like, yo, that's a man. Like, feel me? It's not. Um, that, it's like that's not a manly thing to do. Some niggas might think that I'm not going front. Like, like you said, if I got it, I would gladly treat my man to a yeah, trip. Yeah, for like, me, like could go out for, like for a birthday to exactly. fucking I've, Columbia. Or some I've been shit. telling y'all to do some shit in August because y'all all have birthdays in August. I mean, we finally did something. I'm just like, trying to start this narrative. Feel me? Let's keep it. Like, feel me? Let's let's make this a regular thing. I will, I will yes. say this. I feel like uh, I kind of feel on the contrary. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of bitches out there. Yeah, I'm gonna call them bitches specifically because those are the bad the bad ones I'm talking about. I'm talking right, about the right. bad women, <laughs> bad dog. Oh. <laughs> um, there's a lot of people out there, a lot of females out there that dead ass be doing they homegirls like dirt. Yeah. You mm-hmm. feel me? It don't even gotta be like, oh, she fucked, you know, once nigga or everything. It can get to that point. And I've seen that very, very recently and very, very commonly. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of females out there that just like throw dirt on they they homegirls' names mm-hmm. when when not whenever possible, but whenever necessary. Yeah. You understand? Meanwhile, I'm coming from a, a group of friends where it's like we don't really keep like the same way you say yo the, the company i keep there ain't no simpson yeah, my yeah, company yeah. They, there's no like foul play in mm. my in my company either you feel me and i have a, a a broad like list of like cool cool guy friends that like i'm really really chill with that i really really hang out with and i feel like i don't really see any of them doing anything of that nature but then again i got uh some female friends who have told me certain situations where oh me and this girl can't talk no more because mm. da 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 we can't fuck with each other no more because this, that, and a third. And whether they start being friends again or not, mm-hmm. the the point is I don't see that kind of like even rappers. Like I'll see Dirk like talk to Vaughn, like, mm-hmm. yo, yo, love you, twin. Yeah. Like you dad as my twin, you dad as my brother. Even though they grew up around the same you. place, nigga, they ain't not blood related and shit I like that. You. It's not like they cousins or something like that. Same thing with Atlanta niggas with offset, offset call mm-hmm. everybody is family, you feel me? Everybody is brother. So I feel like, you know, we could do that the same way Frist said. We just don't have the money for it. Now, bitches got more money than us then. Yeah. Buy your shorty a trip. But you didn't make a good point where it's like, it just might be the ego that really stops yeah. niggas from doing that. I was just trying to embellish women, you know, give them a good life for once. You know? Oh, my fault. I fucked that up. Nah, nah, I missed that. Nah, I missed good. that I just, you know, me, I, I know most of the time females, obviously, they have their problems within their friends and stuff. I was just trying to be like, okay, if you are so happen to have a good group of girlfriends... This is what I've seen them do. Mm-hmm. Like they're willing to go to that extent. Exactly. Quicker exactly. than men do. So I right, yeah. I, I can agree that. with that. That's a good point. Um, moving forward, um, let's see. I had the thought of this the other day. I just wanted to know, like, how do you tell your friends they're not good at a craft? Whatever the craft may be. <laughs> you know me. Whether they, it's they got I, me on the show to tell you, me. Because I know you <laughs> I was about to say this nigga Eli about to say well, the same Quickly like pull me. you to pull somebody to the side and be like, yo, that's not this, it. This is not it. This <laughs> this is not working. I know you would do that. But I'm saying in a general sense, how do you tell your man? How do how do we all, you know, just Tell people like yo, because I, I, I struggle with it. Because like, <laughs> I tell them, like, <laughs> like, I tell them too. I struggle with it because my thing is, I always tell people, you know, you if you want to do it, do it. You know what I'm saying? And for me to tell you, like, nah, stop. Well, my <laughs> motto is usually, if you want to do it, do it. That can't come from me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I just struggle with that concept. That's I just think me. It, it should always come in forms of constructive. Criticism. criticism so right? lead with love yeah like uh, if you gonna okay. bash somebody all right, I, I i feel like i've never had nobody tell me that like i'm bad at what i do but i feel like the few times that anybody's had a critique of my work it has always been in the form of constructive criticism mm-hmm. you did this really really fucking good i think you should do this differently right? mm-hmm. i think you should you can do this mm-hmm. better you feel me and i feel like even if my mans was to send me something and i think this shit is dog dirt right i don't think i've ever had that problem where i think any of my mans sent me something just in case y'all niggas watch <laughs> um, i don't think i've ever had a situation where i've had to tell somebody all right you're bugging the fuck up like don't <laughs> take stop but i feel like i've always had that thought process where it's like all right i'm gonna let you know what you did good first mm-hmm. what you did good was this 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 and this and then i'm gonna let you know what you did bad first and i'm gonna let you know if you did it bad or if you did it really bad mm-hmm. but at least i got the you know i'm trying to help you rather than trying to rag on you right. because a lot of people take criticism as hate mm-hmm. if you say it a little too like aggressively yeah, you yeah, feel yeah. me so I, that's uh, another point right yeah yeah, so. yeah. 
I'm, I'm done though. Like, I, I, <laughs> I, was I, that's, say, that's I feel like the difference between us, because I, I don't, I've never seen you do it, but I feel like you would have a more aggressive approach. Like if somebody I, I, had some wax. Honestly, like he said, it depends. You use the word friend, so I will say I kind of do what you do. Whereas, like, I might lead with love first and say, like, yeah, like, yo, that shit was hype, but you know, you should uh uh work on this. Like, I don't think this really sounds Never right. Never rap like, about that topic because that's not you. Yeah, that's like feel me, say. like, but like depending on our relationship with the friend, like a person like Teddy or some other my man's, like they know me, like me, and they ask me my opinion, they know what to expect. Like, I'll be like, yo, I'm not gonna lie, bro. I'm not really feeling that. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm not gonna hate it. Like, I'm not gonna say, nah, this not it, or like that shit was trash. I'm gonna just be like, I'm not gonna lie, bro. I'm not really not feeling it. Yeah, like I'm not really feeling it. Like, I'll say that. But nah, I, I let niggas know this is not it. Yeah, like. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, hey, I don't want to see like people I'm close with embarrass themselves. Exactly. That's the biggest thing. No, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. There's no hate. Sometimes like, I ever. let it go into that point, and I'm, I feel nah, bad. nah. <laughs> like, you're foul. I'm you're foul. I'm not gonna lie. I, I, it's not even like embarrassment, but it's like you gotta put yourself out there sometimes for like whatever you're trying to do. Sometimes you gotta put it out there. I'm not, I'm not gonna say names, mm-hmm. but we all know mm-hmm. somebody in this room who knows somebody who is not good at music, and they haven't said anything to this person. You know what I'm talking about. Okay. So I just, you know what I'm saying? Okay. We gotta stop that. Okay. We gotta <laughs> stop that. All right. Uh, moving on. Um, <laughs> We're going to quickly, quickly, quickly touch on the Lunchline Chatter. Lunchline Chatter is basically like our current events, news, or whatever. Um, Let's start here. Um, How do you pronounce this? Pfizer. Pfizer? Pfizer Inc. claimed that the COVID-19 vaccine is 90% effective. Are we taking it or are we not? No. No. I ain't ain't with the the vaccine. I don't really like the vaccine, but I did find out today that New York City and New York State is trying to do this thing where if you do anything... Uh, anything that's revolt like once the vaccine comes out and it's proven to be any type of effective what they're going to do is they're going to make it mandate that if you try to go to any event especially like concerts especially Ticketmaster specifically if you try to go to any events you have to take a you have to come with a negative COVID test dated the day before within a 24 hour period or you have to have your vaccine papers so what that means is anytime you want to go anywhere major a big gathering movie theaters even you have to take a test right before. That's you crazy. Feel me? I, that's I, like yeah. That that would definitely if you go somewhere every weekend, you're not trying to take a COVID test every fucking week. Like, ah. like that's the dumb retard. Yeah, exactly. I, I was so. gonna say like I, I didn't hear. I heard something like that, but I was I also heard New York or just the country in general is trying to mandate that all the nurses and doctors they're gonna make it like a a a must. Like they have to do the vaccine. Like there's no way out of it for them specifically. Whether it's optional for them, which that I sucks. thought was fucked up too, but it's crazy. I'm That's not gonna lie, no, bro. That shit is that scary. Like I personally, I don't want to be forced to take anything. Like, that's my main thing. Exactly. Niggas didn't even know about, personally, me, I didn't know anything about COVID. I know COVID's been around for a while. I knew nothing about it until the beginning of this year. If you'd ask me to inject some shit in my, I don't take the flu shot, bro. I don't, like, you know what I'm saying? I don't trust shit like that, so. And mind you, the flu shot, the flu been out for like 500 years, Exactly. Right? The flu shot came out Maybe in the last hundred years, if I had to guess, exactly, right? and they prove so it every year. <laughs> Four hundred years of all right, we can stop this at this point. COVID came out like December, exactly. like it really got popular in December, <laughs> and you're telling me you already got the vaccine, exactly. and I need to inject it inside of my body. That's a little too exactly. Four hundred years from now, I got you, my nigga. Like, <laughs> right now, like I don't know, bro. I well, I mean. I don't know what I would do if I had presented with a situation where I had to take it or not. I don't know. It would be a split decision for me, honestly. Depends on what I got what got to get done. But to move on, interest of time, last thing we're going to talk about, Supreme sold to VF Corporation. That's the owner of like the North Face, Timberland, mm-hmm. I think Vans, too, Vans, Dickies, yeah. stuff like that, for $2.1 billion. Thoughts, comments, concerns? Shit. It's going to be a lot more collabs in this motherfucker, I'm telling y'all. It's going to be some... Yo, them Supreme Vans collabs that we already got them, Supreme North Face collabs that we already got them, Supreme Tim collabs that we already got. Y'all ain't seen nothing yet, bro. Them niggas about to really take Supreme and put it everywhere, bro, everywhere. And I feel like Supreme is very, very smart because in this reseller's market that we got right now, they not making 100% of the profit that other people are making off of their fucking stuff, you feel me? So if you can make billions of dollars selling that shit... At a point where a lot of people don't even want to rock it no more. Like, a lot of people are concerned about up-and-coming brands. I feel like it's very, very... I think this is a win-win situation for Supreme. And I think North Face, Vans, and Timberlands can win because they have something to bring 
to customers like, again. Yeah. You feel me? So that, I didn't think about that. I, I was just about to say, like, I didn't think about it like that. I wasn't really fucking with this. I'm not going to mm-hmm. lie to you because maybe I'm just too much of a purist where I was like, I like when small companies don't sell out, exactly. I guess, in a sense to like these big companies. So like to see Supreme do this, I feel like it's going to just knock down the domino for a lot of dying brands to do that same thing. Mm-hmm. And basically in in a way, like, I think I think of this as like a gentrification somewhere of streetwear. Mm. Exactly. Especially Supreme is like Supreme is like the prominent brand streetwear in streetwear. Brand, yeah. So for them to do this, it kind of fucks up the other brands because like who knows Stussy might do the same thing, fall in line. They they end up selling to whatever. Feel me? Like mm-hmm. and the same thing with because LVMH is always looking for stuff. So who knows they might take in stre- streetwear eventually too. So it's like it's kind of weird. Like you said, I didn't think about it that way where it's more accessible. And yeah. as a from a business standpoint, if I am Supreme, it is a win in that regard. I feel like the laws comes for the consumers in like my end, like exactly. the the, pu- the purest end. Yeah, I was just gonna say it's it would it's gonna water down such a, a prominent and iconic brand in my I mean it was already getting there. Yeah, too, but which now, is why I like you said, they made that move. Yeah. It's smart to do that. But But and, now I just feel like it's Yeah, I mean granted, It was getting there, but it, it's not but because this definitely like well, let me let you. Yeah, I was I gonna say it, pushed it. it was it was getting there, but I think it's not because of of the resale, the market. resale market and things of like that. I just feel like Supreme lately hasn't really been like the collabs haven't hit. People care about other brands besides Supreme now. So like, I feel like Supreme was dying down, and I saw it as a good thing because now it was it got to the point where it was like not as hype as before. So if you really like Supreme, you could that get it, or mm-hmm. like there was a higher chance of you getting it now. Um. Now, like I said, like like you said, it's gonna be everywhere. So again, it might, it might be whitewashed. Like I might not want to wear Supreme anymore because everyone else is wearing Supreme. I can get Supreme as zoomies now. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> like that ass though. That ass. Nah, I get Supreme as zoomies is crazy. That's crazy, bro. And that's probably what's gonna happen. No that's lie. Not, nah, I can't find. That's probably what's going well, on. the resale at zoomies is crazy. But um, with that being said, that was the last topic. I just want to thank my guy Lamar for Thanks. joining us at the table. We enjoyed it for sure. Thank um, y'all, everybody y'all. goes. Podcast, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. Good we appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for bro. pulling up. Um, Thanks for breaking the Everybody, home. everybody, go stream on Bob Stars on all streaming platforms. Correct. Yes, sir. Everyone, yeah. Spotify, Title, Apple Music, stuff. All that shit. Nigga. <laughs> hey, yo. You... I'm nice. I was about to ask him. Give me the fuck. Dude. Dude. I'm glad Fredo caught that one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about you, Daniel. If you didn't know. Yo, good luck, bro. Did y'all say your music bad? Oh, not his music. Oh. Somebody called. Your friend. We got to take somebody. Somebody called. That's your bad, bro. Where's the water bottle? Where do we take the picture? Oh, right here, right here.